Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. From the hearts and creative minds of artists Sal Williams and Anasia Uziman comes Neptune Frost. They bring their unique dynacism to this Afro-futurist vision, a sci-fi punk musical that's a visually wondrous amalgamation of themes, ideas, and songs that Williams has explored in his work, notably from the 2016 album Martyr Loser King, co-directed with his partner, the Rwandan-born artist and cinematographer Anasia Uziman. Neptune Frost takes place in the hilltops of Burundi, where a group of escaped Colton miners form an anti-colonialist computer-hacking collective. And from there, this film just takes off in so many different directions. It's such an ambitious and wildly creative film. Had so much fun with this. The film, again, is called Neptune Frost, and we're honored to have with us today the co-directors Saul Williams and Anasia Uziman. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you. This is a film that is, I guess what, what my anxiety has to do with in talking to you is the film is about a lot of things. And, yes. and so it's hard to sort of pin down what it is that I want to focus on because it looks beautiful, it sounds beautiful, sound is such an important part of the film, the story it's telling. And I'm just going to throw this out there because I, I think it's, you've probably heard this before in some form, this is a film that feels like a film about Africa, particularly Rwanda in the case where it's set, that if there had never been a colonial power to come into Africa, this is more like what it would feel like and be like today. The goal of Anisia and, 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 and I in making this film was truly to project our idea of the future uh, through the faces that we want to see, through the sort of story that appeals to us, and 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 raise some questions and make movements towards how we transcend the times with the power of the imagination. Okay. You know, uh, it is true that the film is about a lot of things, but but essentially, I would say the film is about love, music. You know, the questioning of power. Yeah, and people stepping into their own power and realizing how, when these things connect, they can transcend the times. Yeah, you know, and so it's uh, you know, essentially, uh, our our story when we were writing it was was always scheduled to take place in Burundi, and the reason why we chose Burundi is because of of how it might liberate the imagination. Because of course, you know, when you say the names of of, of certain places, it brings up you know, points in, in the imagination that can hinder the imagination. And, and with Burundi, we knew that there were tons of people who would be like, huh, oh, I haven't heard about. And, and that's the sort of opening we wanted, right. you know, into the film. And then, and then, of course, we shot the film in Rwanda with a number of Rwandan and Burundian artists. Yeah, I think um, it's also a film about freedom. Um, and um, that taps into our humanity maybe before ownership, you know, before it was owned by um, by uh, colonial powers, and link makes makes links, you know, uh, between um, what we 
our resources and what we do with it. And so um, how um, it, it is also, it was very much our desire to um, work with reality, with what people are, all those discussions are happening. It's not something that is, that comes from nowhere. Um, I think it's what young people are talking about. It's, I think it's, it's also a way of, of rendering visible certain aspects that sometimes are forgotten or are not shown, but exists. Yeah. And have existed, you know, for, for, for quite some time, yeah. you know, and so there's so many things that you know, the Western world, for example, assumes or takes for granted, you know, I mean, the simple thing of like, wake up, I must have my coffee. Where does that coffee come from? I drive to work. Where does the rubber from the tires come from? Where does the oil come from? Where does the metal come from? Where does all these things, you know, and all and the answer to this question all has similar answers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very similar answer. And so we wanted to approach that question of the idea of, of resources and, and the idea of the resource rich. And, and through that, we came up with, with the expression that you hear in the film, that which is how people greet each other in our film, which is unanimous gold mine. Thank you for that. Yes. And it's the humanity that the film is about human connections throughout it. The whole film is about connecting one person to another or a group of people to another and how how that essence, it, it's so easy to sort of forget that at really this is what we are. This is what we're right. at, 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 This is who we are. Exactly. To remember that humanity is wirelessly connected that technology is a reflection of us. Yeah. And if technology fails us, then we fail because it's reflecting our limits in consciousness, right? And so that's that's what we wanted to do in this film is to say, well, we are the technology. Right, right. And so from there, um, it's true that the, the creation of a, of a superhero, of a superheroine, right? Who would recognize that. That connection. That connection. Yeah. yeah. And to to explore how how uh, that happens, how what is the processes, what to what and where and how those um, powers are uh, linked, and what is what what happens when you step into them, and 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 so that's the the, the yeah, gist of the story. Just, yeah. In terms of identification, this is something just a personal thing. When when people ask me, and I mean you know um, about where I'm from or who I am, my first response internally is to say, well, I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. I happen to be living here where I live and mm -hmm. I happen to be in this body. But at the end of the day, that's more or less, you know, what I feel like that's the thing that we should try to get to when we when we meet somebody or spend time uh, interacting with somebody. But the, the film, I love the fact that you used these uh, characters' names to also send us a message we have innocent we have memory we have psychology all of these things are part of of who we are and in some ways yeah it's just such a it's such a beautiful uh, feeling watching the film but it asked more of a technical question uh, because it it feels like there's i'm going to just pull a number out like there's about five or six what i would call set pieces in a film where you go somewhere and you spend time and you explore an idea. This had to be a huge undertaking. I can't imagine what you went through in order to make this film. Uh, um, 
I'm sure. I mean, serious. I see all the people involved. I see all of the kind of, I see all the things that you had to do to to create a, a kind of a insulated world within each one of these places that you were at. And I see what what would what went into this. How much time and effort did you spend getting ready? What went into this? <laughs> everything. 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 Um, so, for real. For real. Yeah. It's. Um, I, I I was thinking the other day. I don't even know how. How we pulled it how off. How we pulled it oh. off. Um, because, um, you know, um, everything, I don't know. It seemed like, it, it, it seemed like it's the story that wanted to be told. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Since 2016, um, our encounter with a, a huge part of the cast, uh, when we went there in 2016 to... Shoot a sizzle reel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. For, okay. Yeah, we went there and just to, to feel what... You know, to fill the place, to 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 meet people, and then eventually uh, shot a scissor reel that um, that landed. That allowed us to 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 then have images to to share with other producers and to share on Kickstarter so that we could bring more people in. Right. You know. Um, and at that point, when we met people um, while scouting and starting the process of of casting, it felt like. You know, people that we were meeting and we were telling the story were so enthusiastic about it. And that's the first time we realized that, okay, we have something. We, we have, have something. something. And this yeah. film is that this story is demanding to be told in some ways. Yeah. And so the first thing that went into it, of course, was that excitement our excitement and then the shared excitement of the people we encountered. Now, physically, what that meant when it came time to make the film was that we had over two tons of e-waste that, that we had to collect from, from, from Rwanda and neighboring countries. Um, and, and, and a part of the, the story was born out of when Anisia and I first discovered what an e-waste camp was, right? Yeah. We had never known about e-waste camps and their existence, these village-sized camps where our tech goes to die. And so we had begun to be really interested in the upcycling and the recycling uh, and the scavenging of the gold and titanium and uh, copper and all these things that are found in the, you know, in 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 the tech that is recycled. And, and we also learned of their proximity to the mines where the coltan, the lithium, all of the things that our tech is, is, is dependent on comes from. And so we, uh, you know, then had to, we encountered artists who, who then took on the task of uh, collecting e-waste, of building our set, uh, which, spent, which took about maybe four months um, of, of building Digitaria. Um, so Anisia and I were there, um, at, you know, kind of overseeing the process as it was going on while at the same time, um, you know, th there's other stuff that, that went into it as well, because Rwanda doesn't have like a, a cinema rental, you know, sort of facility that one might take for granted in some countries. And so Anisia oversaw a team also that built, uh, the lights, we built the cinema lights, the tracks, the, traveling, the, yeah, the tracks. traveling tracks, the dolly, everything, the apple boxes, everything was built there. And so I'm glad you asked that question because when you when you ask really what went into it, it it's that it's it's that we that it was hands on, you know, not only the people that supported us and, and, and what have you, but the but hands on people that were helping us build light rails costumes and and structures made of e-waste yeah a lot, yeah, a lot. Well, th this joy that you're 
that the film has, I mean, this is where it came from, the, the joy of community, the joy of doing something that I'm sure at times felt insurmountable in terms of the scope and your ambition for it. But what comes across in the film is energy and, and love. I mean, it just feels like this is a, a, you know, a, a call to arms for people to reclaim their humanity in a way that you just rarely see. And, and done so well. I love the music in it. And I, what was the one character, uh, well, memory is one character, but somebody said, sound holds memory. I love that. Ah, yes, LOL. Uh, yeah. LOL says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were so many little things that were said in the film that, were, uh, that I just, uh, I could go on and on, but uh, <laughs> I, my congratulations truly on a, on a film that uh, for those listening to the sound of our voices, uh, this is unlike, anything you've seen, I'll say it again, this is a film that's a call to arms. If you watch this film and you're not moved by the spirit of it and by the energy and by the, by all of it, <laughs> um, I'm so, I feel sorry for you because uh, you shouldn't be that way. Uh, the film, and I, I'm, thank you so much. I, I, like I said, I was a bit apprehensive about talking to you because I feel like I'm, my head's going to explode if I don't do this right. So uh, I want to thank you both for being here today. Thank you. Thank Thank you. The film is opening, by the way, let me make sure the film is opening on June 10th. Um, it's come, it's being released through Kino Lorber, terrific uh, distributor. It'll be here in Los Angeles, the Lonely Theaters beginning on June 10th. Also it opening in New York on June 3rd at the BAM Rose Cinemas, as well as the Quad. And there will be a national rollout also, as well. And again, the film is called Neptune Frost. And we've been joined today by the co-directors, Sal Williams and Anicia Uziman. And also, I want to make sure that you get credit for the cinematography here. Uh, yeah, I, that, I was going to bring that up, but we'll run out of time. That's It's such a beautiful look and the lighting and everything about this is just fantastic. Thank you so much. I think, Thank I you think for I'm, talking to us. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Film School Radio.